Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. This podcast was recorded at our last gathering. Teaching like this is how we worship together every other week. We look to the scriptures seeking to become more like Christ. We're glad you're listening. I feel like Tim really had a word for us this morning. God is bigger than the coronavirus. He's bigger than lies. He's bigger than all the things. Um, and so I think um, Ben really led us in, in a very prophetic way last week when he talked about um, the dandelion um, and the idea of it being a flower or a weed. And I feel like last, I feel like last week, um, I don't know about you, but the few folks that I chatted with over the week, that the image had a really big traction for a lot of people. Uh, or as they say, it's gotten a lot of miles. But I think as the week sort of moved on, I started to see a transition where a lot of people entered into the tension of, oh, is it a weed or is it, is it a flower? And I want to actually hijack that. And it was something that someone else said. And I, I think it might have been Bob Simrack. I was in a breakout group with him. He said it was food. And I think that really has a lot to do with how we look at these things. A lot of times we think it's either, it's either or, but I think God flips these things on, on its head, on their heads, and they put it into something so much different. Uh, Paul writes to the church in Corinth and he says, hey, all the stuff, this is my version, the Doug Standard version or the DSV. Um, all the hard stuff in life that you've, that you're experiencing, that you've experienced, none of it's wasted. But in my economy, I use all things for encouragement for others. And so like, I just am reminded this morning about how good God is, even in the midst of all this stuff. But there has been a growing tension this week for many of us. And we're going to get to that. I, I want, we're going to break into, into rooms in just a few minutes. But before we do that, um, I want to just walk us through a passage of scripture that I think is really, pat, is really pertinent for us this morning. Um, and it's a reminder that we're part of a better story. And so right now, the main narrative that's happening in our world is that everything's bad, everything's going terrible. It's like we just see, keep seeing numbers growing in a bad direction. Uh, and the good numbers we see falling in the direction that we don't want to see. But I want to remind us this morning that we partner with the same king who has said, behold, I make all things new. Behold, I make all things new. As we come to the end of Revelation, John, Jesus says this, behold, I make all things new. And I'm reminded that we partner with the same God who rose Christ from the dead, who is present to us now, who has never left us or forsaken us, but yet we are also in part of seeing the world redeemed through the work of Christ. And so this morning, um, we're going to look at another Old Testament passage. Uh, this is in the prophet Ezekiel. Uh, and Ezekiel is, a, this might be a familiar passage to some of us, or it might be very new to others. Um, but I want to give this scripture just an opportunity to speak to us this morning. And so, Holy Spirit, I'm glad that you've already spoken to us through the story of Jacob. And we ask that you would speak to us through the prophet Ezekiel as well, Lord. May you uh, tear down idols, break walls, uh, restore hope. Um, would you put, put flesh back on our bones? Amen. So it's Ezekiel 37, 11 through 14, and this is kind of a weird story. Uh, it comes to us in this really strange space. 
Ezekiel's a prophet, so he's there to speak the words of God to a people who are in exile. Um, and exile is not a good thing, uh, but somehow God is using what was meant for evil, what was meant for bad. Exile was meant for bad, but he's using it to shape and form his people in a very powerful way. And so the first few verses is God takes Ezekiel into this valley, and there's all these bones, kind of creepy. And so he comes to this valley of bones, and God says, prophesy to these bones. And so he starts speaking, and that word is speaking into these bones. And these bones all of a sudden come up, and they put on flesh and muscles. And it's like this, this whole human race, this army grows from bones into people standing erect. And then Ezekiel notices they're not breathing. And then God says, well, prophesy breath into their lungs. And so it's this beautiful story. And that's where we're picking up here. And I have it written, but if you want to follow along, um, you're more than welcome to do that. No, I didn't. I erased it. Sorry. I don't have that. Let me read it to you. It says this. Then he said to me, so God speaking to Ezekiel, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, my people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. And so, my friends, like, we're in this journey right now together, and this is a journey of from empathetic to prophetic. This is a journey of safe space to brave space. And so, there are a few questions that uh, a, friend, um, a friend that I saw on JR's Facebook page that a friend of ours put out just about the coronavirus. I'm just going to put these up, and I, just, I think that they're helpful for us this morning. Um, and this is what our, our time in small breakout rooms are going to look like. Um, and I just want to reflect on what I've been noticing. And so the first one, what has the coronavirus taken from you today? Because even in the space, we come to God with our grief. We come to God with the hardships. We come to him with the things that we're struggling with at this moment. Like he sees our tears. He catches those things. He's with us and present. And so this day... For me personally, I was really looking forward to being at the Boys and Girls Club with you all, with having Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. I was looking forward not to be wearing sweatpants this morning, um, but that this was a fifth Sunday that was designed to bless our neighborhood. And I'm grieving that this morning. That's a hard thing. I'm also bummed about the fact that this week has seemed extra hard for many people. In a lot of the conversations that I had with many of you, tears were present. And I'm grieving with you this morning. I sense that there is this sense of discouragement that kind of seems to be lingering within the life of our neighbors, within the life of our country, within the life of Renew. Um, I also think it's been a hard week in the sense where a lot of folks have heard the news that they're laid off. And that's a really difficult thing to enter into together. And so as we break into groups, we want to spend just a few minutes, and we'll do this in a minute or two, and we want to look at that. What has the coronavirus taken? The second question, what has the coronavirus not taken away from you today? And I think this is where it's really important, because even though we need to pay attention to some of those things that are hard, we always must 
make the gospel turn and recognize that Jesus is still on throne, that he is still at work, that he's still doing the things that he's called us to do. And he is still present with us. And so he has not taken away the ability to be in deep relationships, even though I'm not face to face. Brothers and sisters, I've had some of the most amazing, honest, hope-filled conversations with you all in this past week. And I'm grateful for that. Um, it, he ha- that coronavirus has not taken away my hope in the Lord. He has taken away my jeans, but not my sweatpants. And so I'm grateful for that as well. And he has not taken away the opportunity to be outside. And just this beautiful opportunity that I've noticed every day to walk outside and to see that spring is still springing. Uh, it is sprung. And the coronavirus has not taken that away. And that really is a question of awareness. That we come to this place where when we recognize that grief is there, grief cannot be the main story. And it is not the main story of followers of Jesus. Because, yeah, Christ is crucified. He is buried. And his disciples go into this difficult three days of feeling heartsick and broken. But in that time, awareness becomes reality. And then we have to make this gospel turn and recognize what has God given to you today? And Renew, I'm really proud of the way that I'm noticing his hope and his blessing flowing from this community. Um, If any of you have had opportunity to join with with any of the Zoom calls that we have, some of you might be sick of Zoom calls, but I want to encourage you to keep leaning into them. But morning prayers, I've heard great reports from Tuesday night prayer, uh, evening prayers. Lindsay led us in this beautiful time of of praying creatively through paints and pencils and art. And just these amazing opportunities that we've had to see blessing come out. Um, Something silly, but the blessing of toilet paper. There was an email that was sent out this week saying that someone in our community was short on toilet paper. And to watch people spring into action, grab toilet paper rolls, and literally TP someone's house, but not in the way that you would think. Um, I'm grateful for the presence of God that really seems to be close to many of us in this season. I'm hearing, story, I'm hearing stories of tears being present, not just from the grief, but from the joy of God's presence being there. People seeing new opportunities to serve their neighbors and to just see God show up in these great ways. Uh, there was this really beautiful blessing that happened to my family last Sunday. Uh, we were sitting inside, like most of you are probably going to do today. And um, I noticed three heads bobbing across my window. And I looked out and Aubrey and Callum and Adrian were, were chalking in my walkway. And it was this beautiful expression to say, coronavirus has not stolen this creativity. And this is what a beautiful gift of God that he's given us in this day. And I think the third thing, and this is something that I want to encourage us to in this way, is I really believe that the spirit is speaking and pouring himself out in a very tangible way in this season. And so Renew, I believe that we need to be in a posture of receiving. And so, and a a posture of asking, Lord, pour out your spirit. Um, Earlier in the week, uh, in our morning prayer times, we've been asking the spirit to give us a name of someone to contact. And all three days that I practiced this, the people that I called that day, it was like the, the exact words were, man, it's like you were listening into my life or listening into my conversation. How did you know I needed that call this morning? And so my friends, the Holy Spirit is speaking and working. 
And I think what he's doing in this season, he's, he's, he's letting us begin to see how fear has run so many places of our life. And it's time to throw fear out the window and to begin to live in faith. And so one of the most important things that we can be doing in the season is asking the spirit to speak to us, to give us opportunities, even just to say, Lord, what would it, what would it look like for us with this stimulus check to bless somebody else? but to trust that maybe the Holy Spirit's up to something really beautiful in this season. And so we're going to break into some small groups um, and we're going to spend five minutes just, just talking about these, these things. And yeah, in terms of like, I want to look at it this way. When we get to the grief, that's important, but this is a great opportunity for us to realize that like we want to verbalize those things, but we also want to move from grief towards blessing. Okay. So it's not just a time to be grieving the entire time, but to be grieving, yes, it's important. God hears us. He wants to be with us in that, but we need to move to awareness and into recognizing God's blessing because that's the people of God. The people of God, even when we read the Psalms, when they're like, things have gone really bad, really quickly. God, where are you? Psalm 22 begins, Lord, why have you forsaken? God, why have you forsaken me? But it ends in victory. And so we start there, but that's not where we end. And so we're going to break into some smaller groups and just have question, or some time around these three questions. Um, to make this easier, someone just pop it. Whoever is first to kind of get there, just you kind of lead the question. So what is it taken from you? Uh, what is it not taken from you? And what has God given you today? All right. We will be moving into groups now. So, uh, yeah. I feel like we probably could have gone a, a lot longer, which is good. So I want to encourage you, um, if you have more to share around those questions, I feel like, and uh, apparently I, most of you were seeing um, just my Apple Music thing and not the actual share screen. So I'll just pop that question up again real fast just so you can see them. Can you guys all see them now? And it's, what is the coronavirus taken from you today? What is the coronavirus not taken away from you today? And what has God given you today? Um, yeah, I missed the chat button. So thank you for those who, who shared that. Um, but my, my sense is, is even in that moment, it just probably felt really relieving to recognize that we're not alone in this. And, um, there's a, there's a song, uh, by Mumford and Sons and there's this great line. I think it's called Tim Shell. There's this great line. It just, just, it just like continues to say, you are not alone in this. You are not alone in this. Um, and I just remember like for us as a community to realize that we're not alone. Jesus has, you know, he comes to be with us and we have a family that we are with as well. Um, and so really grateful for that. Thank you for listening to the podcast of the Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.